Hi everyone, this is Jen and Sam and welcome to our podcast Miracle Mindset. Where we give you our unsolicited, probably unwanted advice. But if you want to become the best version of yourself, start believing in yourself a little bit more, then tune in every Sunday for the podcast. Cheers. Bye. Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindset. We're filming this one on the day for you today. Yeah, we're just, um, I don't know why we've really not prioritised our podcast this week. We've just been busy, I think. Ebbs and flows, guys. Life yeah, happens. life happens. Shits and giggles. Everything's opened up again, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, oh, like, I think life, it is, is, life is busy again. I thought that, like, my money, me and Jen have just been having a money discussion. And um, my money is going so quick yeah and it's because we're doing things again i was thinking this obviously we've both quit our jobs now i'm working on notices and like i was thinking oh like what would happen if i stayed stayed for another month and i'd have like another salary like another paycheck but i was like no i won't at whatever point i check i will always always spend it because i just can't stop spending my money and then I was sat there the other day and like, I want to join this nice gym by us and it's £75 a month. And I was just texting people like, oh, like, should I join it? And they're like, you li- haven't you quit your job? Like, aren't you leaving your job? And I was like, I don't even think of these things. Speculate to accumulate there. That's what Jen once told me and I never really got it. But if you want to be the person who can afford this stuff, you're just going to have to go and buy it. And then, Do you know what I mean? Someone said it to me and I think I've really just taken it to heart. Yeah. I think we both have. Yeah. Everything now, like, right, quit your job, we're going to, for European summer, speculate to accumulate. <laughs> we'll do a few weeks in London, probably one in Italy, three in Paris. But um, speculate to <laughs> accumulate. Speculate. The thing is, I do think sometimes the more money you have, the more, like, frugal you can get about it. Like, I agree. we used to have literally probably, like, three grand in our bank once we got, once we'd, or even once we'd go on a, a traveling trip. Oh, if I quit my job with, like, the money that I have now a few years, years ago, ago, we'd I'd be, be like, flying. oh, my God, like, I'm going traveling around the world for a few years. Yeah, we'd be living like kings. Yeah, but we'd quit with, like, yeah, like, two, three K in the bank and be off to Hawaii, Japan, Vietnam. Italy. Ta- oh my god. Barcelona. So I was going down, like, I was feeling really nostalgic and like being honest, guys, I'm struggling to enjoy England at the minute. Like I just feel a little bit done with it and I do want to travel again, but it'll come in time. I really, really, really want to live in Europe. Really? Thing yeah, Barcelona for me. Oh yeah, like I just love to Where live. Where would like, you live? I'm debating from like obviously from September, October, I do want to move. Mm. And it's I've always been saying like London, but I could could imagine like a year in Europe or something. And I think I London really can where. be done whenever. Especially yeah, like you, I agree. you always say you want to be established, want money, and like every single person you speak to says, Oh, London's expensive. And London you know can I mean? be done for like just the season as well yeah do you know what I mean oh so I was speaking summer. to him one of the guys from work and he went like similar to us like went away with his girlfriend but did New Zealand and he said like honestly is it the bet like better than Australia like really like they got they got obviously got a lot of money from Australia so bought a camper van in New Zealand and did like seven weeks just like going around the whole of it sleeping wow. in the caravan it's scary though guys like honestly driving around you see cars just like abandoned flipped over on the side of the road if you got murdered in new zealand i don't think your body will be found that's it yeah because you can go for like five hours and literally see no one remember when we were on the ferry across and you and Liv were sat somewhere else and i went into like 
the TV lounge or something. I was just speaking to that guy and he was like, um, yeah, yeah, like I'm, it was he from the South Island or worked on boats or something. Um, and he was like, when you get off, I know exactly where you're going. Like, follow me in the car. And, oh, yeah. And then I came Ooh. and told you because we didn't know where we were going. And I was like, oh, unreal. Like, met this guy and he's going to show us where to go. And he was like, um, why don't you come in the car with me? And then your friends can fall behind because then you'll be able to, like, ring them and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, really good idea. Thank you so much for your help. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then came and told you to, and you were like, absolutely not. And so I didn't end up going with him. But imagine. And then we were literally driving. We got off the ferry and we're driving for like five hours, didn't see another soul, dark, windy roads. And I was like, oh my God. I don't that know if been we, yeah, I don't know if I've ever told you about like the weird. Do you remember the train? It is in like Coffs Harbour. I think so we might have did told we? Them, yeah. When um we were doing farm work with these people and like me and Jen needed to get back for something, a flight. Oh, get yeah, back for a flight. Long, yeah. And like fully. Oh, yeah, we did tell them, didn't we? Yeah. But, oh, some that weird. That was a full on name yeah. experience. She's so strange. But genuinely, like, do you want to go freshen up, girls? Ah! <laughs> like, proper discuss. Like, she kept leaving the caravan and talking to this, like, weird man. They were full on plotting. Thank God that boot was it open. It was so weird. We literally grabbed our stuff when she wasn't looking and, like, it didn't it's just a bit weird that like we'd go to the information <laughs> go to the information center to book our train tickets and the woman and the woman would be like well why don't you come wait in my caravan for a few hours before you get on the train and but to be fair it was in the middle of nowhere and she's like i'll drop you off there didn't she yeah and then when nice, when we actually went we had to go to that train station to get refunded but you like it was honestly it murder was, valley it was in like the bush like you had to the road ended and we'd have had to like walk through the shrubs to get oh to the train and it was all like under a bridge or yeah, something or it was it's like just the end so of the train track it was so so weird it's so good now though that like people don't even need to do farm like the hell bent I know. struggles we had we did like we disemboweled we cabs. just didn't want to do it like not like the day that the strawberry farm ended was, was hands the down day. the best day of my life. Like I've never been happier. <laughs> I hated it so much. I'd look up. I'd look up when Jen was like, "So we beginning she'd have like pink all around the face. She'd been <laughs> and the farmer like honestly think like picture Wash. this though. Check your fruit. <laughs> and then remember on the last day we went out for a night out and he was, he there. was there. Oh, so, so weird. weird. But um, yeah. So like picture this we'd get up at five in the morning all jam into like the 2004 Renault Clio like loads of people like French it was people Italian people <laughs> did an okay <laughs> she like didn't get charged like they had such a laugh like they all used to, she was like oh like I love the people from my car and I was with like three like there'd be loads of like people from different countries that worked on the farm and so they just like sat there dead serious didn't speak to me like couldn't speak to me she'd come up to me and like translate into her phone that I owed her $50 for the week for taking her to the hellhole and literally it was just terrible and like we were getting paid per strawberry pick so like the amount we put in our in our baskets would be how much we would get paid and like everyone, so the day after you'd pick, like everyone would run to this van to see where they tallied up, like on the kilogram pickage. And me and Jen were always at the bottom. And it's like 
congratulations, you've got $37 for the day. We're like, that's 18 quid for like graft. It was actually graft. Hair. What still baffles me is some people whizzed through the fields. <laughs> like actually we whizzed sometimes they on get the first like, field. They when get they like the five times as much yeah. as they And they'd be like, oh, I'm saving so much we money. We got on the rail. And I was literally like, how? Like, how, genuinely, how? They were doing so well off of it. But to be fair, like, they'd be in, like, the most straggly clothes, like, be carrying their wheelbarrows off into, <laughs> into the distance. And I just looked up once, and, like, obviously the sun had just got to me a little bit, and I looked up, and I was like, oh, my God, like, it fully looks like we're in some kind of camp, like. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't know if I told you, but, like, so this, so we woke up, and we had to wear gloves in the morning because it was that cold, like, picking these wet bushes but then by like 11 o'clock it was roasting and like we were going uphill like crouching down like think of like a constant squat for eight hours in 33 degrees picking these strawberries like it was hell and like jet like the guy like the farmer kept going to jen like get off your ass <laughs> keep moving and like it was just hell and like we made oh, friends oh you're me out was so <laughs> get off your ass like the strawberries around your mouth <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny and like oh me and Jen God. like we'd always be near each other wouldn't we but like we heard so we were like near a motorway at one point like we we're at the end field and it was like Coldplay clocks like and like we all like stood up and looked around like someone's come to save us <laughs> oh honestly gosh. it was just it was a really random time but i mean that that was random we yeah. then went to work and we moved into this <laughs> house <laughs> this house share with this like australian oh, guy God. he was horrible he was like so <laughs> racist he let so birds horrible. he let this pigeon like come in every day and like shit all over the surfaces he was so if like you took those cockroaches on the it was oh. a minging, minging place and like it was weird because it's all backpackers and then just him in this room he'd lived there for years and like backpackers would just come and go and he still lived there and then once like so we lived in this house because we were gonna work on the crab factory so every morning we'd go like, oh, this is such a weird time. <laughs> every morning we'd go and like, go to Rockcliffe and be like, have the boats been out? Are there any crabs coming in? Will we get any work? Yeah, we were desperate for like work. So we, we ended up getting a job. Days. Yeah, we ended up getting a job at a seafood factory. So they'd bring in like live crabs and we'd basically disemboweled like literally a siren would go off and we'd all like scuttle to the conveyor belt and rip the backs off these crabs <laughs> it's so terrible and the worst part is like loads of people who lived there like who were working there were fully vegetarian that like, we were we weren't the girl opposite me was a vegan i know we were just like this is what we do it was so bizarre. like it was and then weird. when they were dead so you'd get its claw and then you'd get its friend's claw and use its friend to pick out the meat from its other mate oh it's it just so awful. but anyway so that was our job and then we went back to this house with the weird australian guy and once it was saturday and like our friend had come over and he was just being like him and his two mates were there the australian guy oh, and his two mates so and our mate was there and he's been so confrontational to the guy like well where are you from then england and why are you here 
Like just, just being... kept saying, yeah, like I think some Australians don't like English people. Like yeah. you're for that, you stole our country. Yeah, they were just being really weird. And then the girl, like the woman started just being horrible. Oh. They were all dead bears. And I went outside, like, oh, you're just gonna go out for a week. It's like she's being a bit weird to our friend. And then he was just like, yeah, yeah, we'll sort it. And then came in two minutes later and was like, she's just told me I need to leave my own house. Oh. And literally for about a fucking three explosion. days after that, it was an argument in hell. There was like literally hell, hell on broke out in that place. You were all camping on the living room, sofas, like just bottles and bottles are going by. Like the woman like fully was in my face like, you're fucking ugly. Oh, sounded like person, wouldn't it, man? Um, she's like, you're fucking ugly. Take off your makeup because you'll look better. Oh, my, oh my God. God. She was horrible. We'd go into our room and, like, we'd have to literally shut the door, like, get snacks and take it in there. And we could hear them playing music and them going, yeah, you're never coming out, are you? Oh. You're shit. You're shit. Like, literally, they were horrible. They were We've got videos with yeah. them anyway. One of them was literally up in my face, and I was just, like, trying to, like, be on my phone, pretend I wasn't looking, and she's literally going, you're not looking at me now? What do you want? And I was oh, because like, she out the way, did she, like, move, bitch? Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Honestly, the weird, we have gone through some weird, weird times. Yeah. Things just happen to us, like, I know. even the guy in the little car that just... <laughs> I always think of that. Oh my god! That don't happen, but it happens to all. Oh my god! I was like, I messaged you the night howling at that, didn't I? Like, it is so weird. <laughs> so like, we literally go in the cinema the other day. It was like a couple of months ago now. Like, fully in our hometown, and went to Aldi. Like, I like accidentally cut in cutting through the, like through the traffic and like in front of this man in like this little tiny banger like he had a little flat cap on and like a cigar and a little Jack Russell in the passenger seat <laughs> and like next minute it was a rally like it was a race off like we were going 50 mile an hour trying to get away from you he was following us shooting down following us like shouting at us through the window when we stopped at the lights and like we turned the corner and sam was literally shooting down like, these probably little, like, like 60 mile an hour roads and he'd like we'd just see him like in the distance coming over the hill <laughs> and the worst part was it like we got back into the cinema <laughs> car park like we thought we'd lost him we turned our lights off and was hiding and he like came past and he just shot past and looked at us. Oh my god! It was actually weird. Yeah, we've completely diverted. But what I was saying is, I was going down my Instagram, being very like nostalgic, looking back, and like even on one of the Snapchat stories, it was like, oh, um, Thailand, Bali, England, and New York booked. Oh. I mean, we were in like the girls' apartment, just chasing with a little glass. Oh, I know. And I just think I'm not fucking losing it anymore. I'm so done with yeah. sitting here and thinking that this is what I want. I know what I want. So I agree. Like the thing is, like I think with home and us, or probably with everyone, like you go away, you have so much, you learn what you like so much, like being away or the type. Even with like uni. Away. Or like, yeah. If you if you've been to uni, or like you've lived away, or you've started to like get into another job, and you know who's yeah, who you're you know what you want for yourself, but then yeah. you almost feel like you need to come back to reality at some point, yeah. and you can't have that forever. Oh, but who, says? That? who says that? Yeah, like your hometown is your reality. Yeah, because it's not like it's not. 
so when we quit our jobs the other day we text our mentor like um oh like we've quit our jobs and I said oh I can't wait to like have everything that I want or something like that or do exactly what I want to do and he was like you're doing exactly what you choose to do at the minute and I was Mm. like wow very true like even if I'm not liking what I'm doing I've chosen to do it at the minute okay you know what I mean yeah there's a massive like lesson in the power of now that's like your life like look at it as if you've chosen to have this life exactly the way it is now and you'll be so much less likely to feel resistance and feel like you're not in the right place so true like accepting where you are now like I think that's a big thing for me now like I'm not flapping about quitting the jobs like I'm not I'm trying not to flap about like thinking too much about the how like if things don't work out for me and Jen with whatever we do like there's always a plan B do you know what I mean but you've got to jump into the unknown to like really even test to see like you don't know what's on the other side we always say that don't we but you actually don't know like for example Law like our best mate she's coming on the podcast because she's she's just unreal like she's absolutely smashing it so proud of her but she like for example has come back and was saying like how dance is so unpredictable and then like and a job's so unpredictable and she doesn't know when she's going to get jobs and then literally like got a message like an hour later like oh I'm going to be in this guy's music video like he's literally just done a um duo with Georgia Smith do you know what I mean like things come when you're open and when you have that free time but and I think things come when you trust it as well like I was saying to Sam before both leaving our jobs now and like we're not necessarily that unhappy in them and stuff but like no, we're, ha- we're, we're happy we're in fine, them yeah, yeah we're fine we could carry on them but like something's telling us to like move on and it's mm. kind of happening beyond our control like yeah fair enough we went and said like um we'll be leaving and stuff but that was it was almost like someone else was like made that decision I didn't have that emotion to it and it just like felt like now's the time I'm moving on and I was like that is literally trusting the process trusting the universe Mm. like if you wanted to control it I could be like well I'll save for six more months or I shouldn't do that because like there's this potential career progression in this job whatever but like I'm just trusting that, like, the universe is pushing me to somewhere else. So I'm kind of just letting it happen. Mm. There was a girl, like, one of my friends, like, when we were traveling, messaged us and was like, oh, like, I so want to do that. Like, I was like, how much have you got saved? She'd honestly already saved 10 grand, which is, like, five times what I'd saved. And she's like, I'm just going to save for another couple of months. Never went. Do you know what I mean? And I think a huge lesson in life is, like, don't wait until shit hits the fan to make change. Like, prevention is better than cure like you might be happy now but it's always this or something better like you don't know if you're always getting a little niggle to try something new like you don't know what you don't know so like change doesn't have to happen when you're really unhappy like we're happy now we love our jobs we're not like we we like our jobs yeah we're in now but we also love free time we love traveling we love freedom and like we like creating new chapters, so that's what Definitely. we're gonna do. Create new chapters. Like life is there to be lived. We follow this girl, um, or we know this girl from Sydney, and she's living in London at the minute. And like she put a picture on the other day, and she was like, "Another chapter in my crazy life." And I was just like, oh, "I love that. I love that too. idea." I've just looked at one of the lessons that we wrote down in our note. Um, so we did like a shared note on lessons learned, and I remember like a few months ago, it felt like 
we knew a lot of people that were like ill or dying which like sounds like really deep but like I don't know it all just seems to be quite apparent and like there seems to be a lot of loss and I think like it was just at the forefront of especially your mind like yeah. how valuable life is and like even I was saying this to Jen like a lot of people op- have opened up to me about like losing the parents like and that is a big fear of mine I think like I used to cry so bad about it didn't I like the fear of losing my mom and dad but yeah. I, I think like I was thinking this death fully is inevitable like we're all gonna, gonna lose happen, our mum yeah. and dad and do you know what I mean yeah. like it's so that's scared. that puts so much fear in me even sometimes like I'll just be chilling in my room and I'm like oh my this is so like stupid but I'm like oh my god I need to go downstairs and like sit in my mum yeah I'll be so sad if I sit here and think that I can't do that oh my god it's so know, it's such a mad even thing. yesterday like I was just in my room and I could see her in the garden just like watering a little plant oh. bless her and I was like oh like imagine when I look out the window and she's not there which is so gruesome know, but like but... it is a little fear for yeah, me too. but you wrote this at the time so you put you never know when you're going to go life is too short to wait for the future and pin your joy and hope on tomorrow every day deserves to be romanticized futures cannot be promised but today can be treat each day as its own story how will you make today be as joyful loving and productive as can be when you focus on today showing up for you making time for others and sitting in gratitude and love for this day that's when you truly live wow sam i know that is yeah fully like i do think that and i think at the minute like I'm quite like or I know at the moment I'm a lot more not materialistic but like I'm focused probably more on like how I'm showing up and who I want to become and like I think Western and especially you know what Manchester like it's so Manchester is I think Manchester's like particularly like it yeah like very influencery and like I think it puts like a mental pressure on me definitely but like at the end of the day like I was looking at my vision board the other day and I was thinking like right I've got all these things on my vision board but like what do I truly want and it was like it wasn't like to start going to brand events and to actually have like like loads of wads of cash but it was to feel happy feel safe feel secure feel content and like I think that you can feel that now you don't need to have all these material things to feel whole within yourself do you know what I mean yeah definitely like I think it's nice to have those things as a goal if you're thinking that you'll be happy in the moment like if you're thinking not a wad to cash but like if you're thinking oh like I'd like to um have money because it'll get me freedom and yeah. like opportunity or I'd like to go to events because I'll be able to meet amazing people and feel good that way I think if that's your goal then amazing but if you're just thinking it like oh I probably want that YSL bag so I can wear it on a night out and look dead good. and look dead good passes by yeah. I think like that's a different level yeah me too but I think like truly living for today like it's such a hard thing to do but like all you ever have is today and if you can romanticize it so like wake up and like give yourself a gorgeous warm shower like put gorgeous moisturizer on make yourself feel amazing sit with yourself have a gorgeous coffee check in with all your friends and like treat life like it's not one fucking like fast lane like just actually sit in the day and be like oh I'm gonna make today amazing and if you do that each day for the rest of your life you're gonna have a really really good life do you know what I mean so true like if you're having a day and you're thinking like oh like 
I'm not going out and I wish I was or I'm going to this but I wanted to go to this thing like don't spend the day just like getting through it or thinking oh like I'm not doing what I want to do enjoy it for what it is because that day is going to pass you by and like that's another day of yours gone yeah a day of your chapters yeah and like that's what what we were saying before like so we do talk about death a lot on this and we're really not that deep in it that much (laughs) but just think like you actually don't know when your time is up do you know what I mean so treat like treat your day stop pinning your hopes on tomorrow and to be better stop waiting until you've got a better body stop waiting until you've got more money stop thinking that you have to reach something to To be be, allowed to be happy like oh I'll be so happy when like I've put my head down for six months and worked on my body or I've put my head down for six months and done this like enjoy things in the moment as well yeah I put um a little thing on Miracle Mindsets yesterday just saying really like I'm so 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 happy with myself at the minute like I've just been on such a journey, like as as we both have really, but just like such a thing in my head of like not feeling enough, feeling so shit in my body, feeling like I'll never find like a person that loves me, like feeling like I don't have any friends, like all these like things that I've gone through so bad, like so much in my life, like, and I finally feel just so at peace with it, like I'm happy with in my body, like I just feel happy in myself, and like I just put like, don't think that you don't deserve an amazing life and everything you want and the amazing body and the amazing relationships and the amazing friendships any more than anyone else does oh it's actually amazing when you have like those moments yeah like that like I remember a few weeks ago like I just woke up after a night out and I was like oh like I fucking love like the person that I am at the minute like I'm so happy like I had such a good night like all good vibes like and like this is the person that I want to be and it's just like there's no better feeling yeah and when you when you truly know that you are like worthy and you're enough as you are like people see that like it it reflects back to you doesn't it like people treat you with respect and people like you love yourself and other people love you for it like you're showing up and you're letting other people show up for themselves as well but good books that I'd recommend for like wait let me just so as you were saying that like literally basically written that in a lesson so really lesson number two when you change the way you see yourself the rest of the world will follow there's no such thing as a fat day or a bad hair day it's all in your perspective everything always is you show up how you feel and the sooner you start to show up every day knowing your worth and your value to the world the better there's no sooner time to stop to start believing in yourself Ooh, I we're a little profound lessons I know I actually love that I know but yeah everything is perspective and like you know what we've been in places where like there's a girl like sat opposite you just slating herself and like makes me feel so uncomfortable like don't sit there and tear yourself down like you're the only one who needs to believe in you like you're the only person that you've got and if you do like it literally shows through you like you stand a bit taller you put your shoulders back you like have a laugh like the best parts of you start to show through more because you're not in your head so much yeah fully and like what um when I was talking about the lobster on last week's episode, the actual lesson from that lobster was that like the less you think others see of you and the less you feel about yourself, the less serotonin you produce in your body. So the more you start to believe in yourself, the, start, the more you stand tall, keep your head up, start to believe that you are that person that you want to be, your body like reacts with that. It's like mind-body controlling it. Like your body releases more serotonin based on the confidence and the way you think others perceive you. But the way others perceive you 
is through your perception as well. You've got to believe that people, that you're worthy and that you're valuable. Yeah. And then others so will true. see that. Do you know what I mean? So what books are you going to say on this um, I was going to say for being present in the moment, definitely Power of Now. Yeah. Um, Untethered Soul. And there's a book called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. And that was honestly absolute game changer I was reading it in Hawaii but I left it on the bookshelf oh I know what have you finished it yeah I finished oh, it and okay. left it but it's like all excerpts of like people that have truly been in worrying situations like there was a guy that um what's those a submarine he was like down like 40 meters or something like so deep in this tiny little submarine like and missiles have been like thrown at it from underneath the water and he was literally sat oh, in it. I know, I know. He's literally sat in it like, oh my God, like this is the end. And like, he just relaxed into it. And obviously he survived it. But it like, the book is so profound. Like it, it's like, it shows you like the perceptions that we have about like. That is actually mad. Yeah. Just imagine for a minute, you're underwater, trapped in the space, missiles being thrown at you. I know. Underwater I know. as well. Like, there's, I mean, no there's no way, way out. out. You can't open the door and just get out. I know. I have, um, my friend's brother goes on submarines. But yeah. Like it's so, so big down there. Like um, they hold like nuclear weapons or it's really? a nuclear deterrent or something like that. So it's a huge it's like a massive like don't know fish village <laughs> yeah village underwater like it's got a gym wow i know it's got all sorts god that's know. amazing get me down there but he was there like when it was coronavirus and they're like coming up they kept getting pushed back because like oh. whatever reason tests or something i know wow. imagine i just think i'd be feel so far out of life oh you can't speak to them like they had 140 characters i think a week to say and he couldn't reply wow. so, like his mom dad wife all had to like speak to him in this one sentence oh my god i know <laughs> hello love how are you <laughs> carrying on from last week <laughs> went to shop <laughs> love this rain oh it's just if you can hear the pitter patter i think when you've welcome had sun for a while yeah welcome back that was a short interval of you they wouldn't even know it was a yeah, interval. we, we did have it cheese and crackers <laughs> Under the rainfall, it was magical. <laughs> it was the elements. Oh, Wensleydale and Cranberry so with Plowman's Chutney, guys. Bang, bang. bang. On a Chibata, J- Jackson's, Jameson's cracker. Chibata cracker, yeah. Wow. I'm really a big fan of cheese and crackers. I think I've deprived myself of them so long. And they're just... I'm, I'm welcoming you in, guys. I'm welcoming you in. Probably if you've, like, not I had know. them as much. I would never dream of having them a couple of years ago, but now, bring them on, daddy. It's so good. I, I remember, know. I love it, like, you're just chilling, like, with your family, like, you mm. get all the cheese and crackers out, the wine out. Oh, that is just, that's amazing. Grapes. I love grapes. I like the idea of going, yeah, me too. I love the idea of going on, like, a mega, like, gorgeous hike in the day, or, like, even just a beach day, swimming, and then coming back to a big glass of red for sunset wine cheese wood fired pizza we're so like we just live in a different world like because i couldn't think of anything better either but like that would be the most important thing to us i know forget the car forget the house forget everything else i came home to my bungalow to my caravan to cheese and crackers oh, and red wine you know what though it's like it's just that aura of just if you follow 
I think her name's Elise Cook on Instagram. Her oh, and her husband wow. just went like, you know who I mean? Mm-hmm. Just went in like a camper van around Australia for years and now they have like a little vineyard in South Australia. And it's just a dream. Like mm. literally, so they've changed their van out the back to like a little bar, I think. And then, oh no, they have a massive bus that they've changed into like a little like bar and then they all have always have like live musicians come and everyone puts out their blankets and they all just like listen to the live music have wine from the vineyard and oh Aww. it's just an actual dream like, like honestly dancing it's so i remember nice. when we were in japan and we were walking wound we were walking wound <laughs> we were walking around for ages and we found this little italian along the river and like we had blankets and like like a little fire and it, it was just a gorgeous stream coming past and we had ciabattas and red wine and we were just cozy up like this is the fucking life that was amazing incredible. wasn't it i would kill to be there oh right my now. god and do you remember in um that's a, i think it's a finer thing for us it's like yeah we went to we had this like random flight book to milan like 30 quid and it, like, it was so spontaneous but it's the probably for me the best little trip we've done it was yeah, amazing. like best European trip anyway. Italy is jet my favourite place. Yeah. But we went is. in we went up in the night to Bergamo and sat there and had like a tuna pizza, a litre of sangria. Oh my god, it was just like and it was so cheap. It, it was, was so busy. cheap. Oh. It was incredible. That trip, like we only went for like two or three days and we were working out on the way back how many red wine snap rolls we'd had. And it was like the calculator was going up and it was like 68 plus three plus six. And we were literally like, oh, we literally had about like 70 or 80 sand, like uh, red wines and apple spritz. Shocking. Actually, disgusting. It was was good. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember any of it. Um, But yeah, so I think. What was I saying about that? Oh, the, the finer things. The finer things, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, got I know, neither do I. But I wanted to give a lesson in truly being grateful for now. So I'm reading the magic and I've like literally not got past day three. But what it says in it is like to truly be grateful for your life. And like I'm feeling it so much at the minute. Like I said to Jen the other day, I was walking around where I live and it's just like a gorgeous little park and like there's bunny rabbits hopping around and it's like I'm in some mystical Narnia, like it's amazing. And I was just like, I'm actually so grateful for the family I have, for like the friends that I do that I'm ha- I've got money coming in. Like there's, um, I had like a letter come through my door because I'm, signed up to this thing called like women's aid and it was saying like it's a bit I'm not going to go into it really but basically in like Ethiopia and stuff like women are treated so 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 terribly like basically they can't have pleasure so like the like they get cut off yeah them, like yeah. they full-on like yeah they take everything off like everything though it's just it's horrible like it happens like young young kids yeah that's so young it can happen like people over here um, I'll tell you in a bit, but people over here, like, they, their families can be from there. They'll go on a trip over the summer holidays and it'll happen to them then. Yeah, I, I know what you're on about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, fully, like, and I just, like, I was like, wow, we, we live, like, such an amazing little life. Like, as Westerners, we're so privileged. Like, we don't understand. We, like, we've got free healthcare, free education. Like, most of us are so healthy, 
Like we can, we can do anything we want. We can travel if we want. We can like, a, like start our own businesses. We can start a podcast. Like everything is so accessible to us and we need to actually understand how grateful like we are. So easy to take it for granted. Yeah, it's so easy to take it for granted. But Even just the fact that like we're in a country where there's like amazing healthcare or wherever you're listening, like you're probably like you're able to have a phone, able to like have mm. this connection. Like it's not available to everyone but yeah that, the thing is as well like when it's not can also be like a good thing you're just being thankful for what you have yeah being thankful for what you have like obviously law of attraction is like the law that whatever you it's not about what you think about it's how you feel and the vibration that you're giving off so if you're truly in that state of gratitude and joy like you can't feel like low vibrational energies of like guilt or shame or like fear if you're feeling grateful do you know what I mean and like the more grateful you are for what you have the more you'll bring forward what you actually want yeah and so like it's a double-edged sword really like just actually taking the time each day to really truly think about what you're so grateful for and like be so grateful for it like I'm so grateful that we've got like such good friends and our families and our health and stuff because people don't have that do you know what I mean yeah so like truly being grateful for the now and actually being thankful in the moment I'm thinking if if nothing changed I'm happy with where I'm at if you get to that level you'll attract more than you ever know that's the thing isn't it it's just attracting more of what like you're right we're attracting more of what feels good yeah and like the goal should always be to feel good in whatever you attract as well because mm. then like it'll manifest its way in a way that you don't even know me and um jen were saying to one of our best mates because well i was saying before but law's coming on the podcast and obviously i think sometimes when you know what you want you're in such a rush to get it and you're wanting to move to london you're wanting things to happen so quick and it's just not happening right now but like and you get if you're getting stressy about something and wishing for it to happen faster, like take a step back because you're not feeling good, you're not channeling the right yeah. energy. When there's resistance and you keep trying and trying and it's just not working, like let loose of the control and it'll happen in a way that's probably you're not expecting. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like things can literally happen. There's a plan for you that you're not even aware of. Mm. It's exciting that though. God, I know. Like I literally love that, like, well, the universe has your back. Do you want to talk about that book? Yeah, so um, Gabby Bernstein, Gabby Bernstein, she has a book called The Universe Has Your Back, and it basically just is about that. It says about how we're all programmed to either feel one or t- one of two emotions. You're either in a state of fearfulness or you're in a state of love. Like, And when you're not in that state of love, you'll never be at that vibrational frequency where you're attracting good things to you because you're in a state of fear and like fear can be anything like it can be like some someone's trigger or what I was saying before like feeling resistance like she has a story in that book where she's saying um her and a boyfriend live in New York and wanted to move out and wanted to find a place in New York and the more they were going to see these properties seeing the price of them there was just so much resistance like you weren't getting anywhere with it. They start, like it wasn't fun, basically. Like it wasn't fun. And what she's saying is, when you have fun, you'll attract more than you ever will by like feeling like things are hard work. And um, so they like took a little break out and went um, to the country. 
where Gabby loves to go. And she said, like, in the past, like, oh, I'd love to live here one day. They seen, like, an unreal house. It was for sale. Went round it, and within, like, three weeks, they bought it and got ready to move there. And it was, like, she, it was literally her dream house. But when, once she took her eye off what she thought she wanted and let go and, like, trusted that what is meant for her will come to her without her thinking i've got to have everything figured out i've got to do it i've got to take control i've got to do it sometimes you can block things by taking the control like if yeah, she like what we were saying before she had thought then now i want to spend two more years in the city because i always said that I'd spend eight years in the city and then i'll move out to the country when i find this house and have this amount of money to put down on it then she's blocking like something that house that was so meant for yeah. her to come then yeah Exactly. So, like, trust that the universe has your back. Like, and it probably, we've said it before, but you think you know what you want for yourself. Like I was saying, on my vision board, like, some of the things on it, like, do I really want? Or do I just think that I want it because other people want it too? Does that make sense? You can take things off your vision board. I think, like, the good thing is with the vision board, like, with mine at the minute, have it up there. And so it's, like, a reminder sometimes where I'm, like, Ooh, like instead of wasting time setting new goals like still working towards and seeing how far I am towards the ones that I'd already set and I still want or like if something's on them like I don't really want it anymore no pressure like just take it off yeah do you know what I mean like yeah don't put like sometimes we've said this not before but it's not a checklist and sometimes you think you want something for so long that if your mind starts to change you start to think oh no no I do want it I do want it and you're yeah. fighting it but let things be and that's where, like, that could be another block where, like, you think you're going over what your old self wanted so much that you're blocking what your new self wants. Yeah. And you're not stepping into that higher self because yeah. you're too focused on getting, getting that other thing. Yeah. So, life lesson, guys, trust the universe, it has your back. And then the next lesson is that everything that happens to you is good and everything that happens to you is for your growth so everything that's happened to you is divine is designed by you and only because you can handle it however painful or uncomfortable it may seem at the time it wouldn't be happening to you if it wasn't for you so something greater than you can comprehend has instructed this to happen in your path so that you can understand and learn from it Oh my god, are we, we order? Are, I know. Like, what is I'm going reading on? this note, like we've literally got it on our notes, and I'm like, oh, oh wow. It's we have the deepest thoughts. Like, why we do these things even come to us? Like, I'll be in work and something will come up to me, and I'm like quickly trying to type it on my notes before anyone sees. Yeah, the thing is, we are light workers. That's yes. what the Reiki woman said. But oh. like, I think, and when I pulled a card out the other day, it was saying that like some people can be like a, a pillar. So like like the connection between like so it's really weird this but do you know like angels and like spirits and stuff they've got a message to say or deliver so like you can turn up to someone's life and give them a piece of advice that will change their life completely well i'm just saying guys i know i've mentioned it once or twice before but i am an angel i have (laughs) angelic aura about me the girl said when she was doing my reiki that the light was so bright then she always got blinded it was coming fast she thought the lights in the room had all switched on and but no she said the inside of me burst i was like oh really yeah (laughs) i bet too much um, but yeah like so basically you, like people like or the universe gives you like messages so that you can give to other people so like some people like so sometimes you could be a pillar of light. like I know I've gave someone recently actually advice and it's truly changed 
their life circumstance. Oh, what mm-hmm. was it? I'll tell you later. But yeah, like it's truly changed. Like something that I said tr- truly made someone like change something in their life. And like that is why we are the messengers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And not just us. Like, <laughs> we just we have, are like, the messengers. It's like, wow, we're incredible light workers. We're changing the world for the better. Every day I tell people every day the life. their life. I'm an angel. I'm an absolute to be within angel. In my presence. Um, but I think, honestly, for me, I'm so grateful for like times that I've genuinely been hurt or felt so shit about myself. Like in the magic, actually, it makes you right. So a painful situation that either you're going through or you've been through or fearful thought. So it could be like, oh, I'm out of a job. Write ten things why that is actually a blessing. And like it could be like, I've got to spend more time with my family. It's made me truly grateful that like. I know how much I love working now so that I can get money and I can have freedom. Like you can always have a different perspective on things. Like you've got so true. Do you know what I mean? So you can true. always, no matter how hard something seems, you can always change it so that you can learn from it. You don't need to dwell in the problem. Like it is there to teach you something. And I would not be there the person that I would be today. With, yeah. It like truly there is actually a lesson in everything. Like even if you had a six-month relationship that was pure awful, like, literally, like, they were messing you about, like, you felt shit the whole time, there's still a lesson in that. You still yeah. learn something, you're taking it and away. And you, you needed that lesson so that either you know what you want in the future, yeah, you've grew as a person from it, or you taught them something. I think yeah. that, like you can teach people something by your boundaries as well like we talk about boundaries all the time but if you've left someone when they've treated you like shit they will learn from that lesson eventually do you know what I mean yeah so like it might not be you learning the lesson but you might have needed to go through that to teach someone else something yeah um so that's why you should let yourself experience these things as well like Mm. I'm so like I guard myself so much sometimes I probably don't let half the lessons happen to me because I'm like oh but what like what if it goes wrong? Like, we yeah, we've said this before. But we used to be so bad for not feeling emotion. Yeah, like we just never was asked about anything. And like, I read a book called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, and it just basically says like, vulnerability is the only way that you will ever, ever, ever have true connection. Like, for you to really connect with someone on a deep, deep level, like you've got to be open with them about what you've been hurt about and what you're insecure about and I used to always put on such a front and like I'd never let anyone hurt me I'd always be the first one to go away and like I think being in a relationship has taught me so much like you actually to really truly like feel love and be loved like you've got to show the parts of yourself that you don't love and understand that like people will love that about you so true it's like it's such a good book that but I just think that vulnerability like even coming on here when we talked about things like people resonate with that and understand that they aren't alone and like that is human connection like we're all hardwired for human connection so if you're sitting here listening knowing that you're such a cold person with people sometimes and it's coming out of a place of fear you're only like repressing that fear more and you're never going to let anyone in you're not going to heal it resonates as well like Mm. if you can be open with someone then they can be open with you and that's like how you truly get to know someone but like 
when you like want to present this perfected image of yourself the mm. whole time and like not let anyone know that you have any insecurities or anything that like you want to draw you like trying to draw attention away from because you don't want them to think that like you're weak in that way or that might be wrong with you I say wrong with you but like just a thing with you perceived wrong then like you you are blocking off that Mm. like connection and for yourself as well like you're not letting anyone in and like in the untethered soul I'm reading at the minute it says it's so like it hit me this so the more you defend your fears so like obviously when we go through like a bad experience it stores within us if we don't process it and don't deal with it it stores within one of like the chakras as like a blockage called like a samskara Mm -hmm. and like the more so if I trigger you so like if you're really insecure about something and I trigger something in you and you defend yourself and you keep defending yourself you're defending your fear that isn't necessarily even true so the more like if you if you don't want to keep that fear then let it go stop defending it do you know what I mean so the more you defend your triggers and defend your fears and keep yourself blocked off and close yourself down when you're trying to defend yourself, the more you're actually protecting those fears as if you want to keep them. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So like, untethered soul. soul. Oh, sorry, girl. Um, So yeah, like, let yourself be open enough to feel those feelings of fear and past memories and hurt and just let it go. Like, it is emotional baggage that if you don't deal with it and like, not even deal with it, you don't have to think your way to a solution. But if that feeling comes up, do you know, like, an, when uncomfortable feelings of yeah. emotion come up, don't block it down. Don't, like, try and, like, do something to avoid feeling it. Like, actually feel it because that energy yeah. needs to go somewhere. And the more you keep blocking it and blocking it, you're creating more blocks in you, basically, and it's you're less likely to feel happier in your life. Just like, do you know, as you're a kid, you're completely, like, joyful, no fears. The more we go through life and have these experiences that block us, the less happy we feel eventually. It's so interesting, isn't it? I know. It? I said before, I think Sam's going down a bit of a spiritual route. Yeah, I really am. So she's going to get her robe on <laughs> and she'll be the spiritual guru. I'm the guru, the messenger for Miracle Mindset. <laughs> yeah, I am going. I think it's the book, really. But yeah. it is so interesting. Like, and I'm, it's like understandable. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like I've gone, like, I do think in your personal development journey like when I first started it was from such a place of insecurity like I want to be my best self so it's like how to make people like you more how to read others it's really much like about the front and the like actual person that you are but then like peel back those layers and it's deep within that you need to work on to be authentic in yourself do you know what I mean yeah like why you feel the need to make people like yeah yeah Yeah. exactly so work on the inside and the outside will follow Oh, hey, hey, I love it. <laughs> Great. Right, okay, so the next lesson kind of ties in with what we're going to speak to Laura about as well. Um, but I know she won't mind me saying, but she's just like got back from uni and stuff. And I think probably the same as a lot of people who might be finishing uni or like coming back from traveling feels a bit like lost. Like, what's the next move? Like, I need to jump right into it, like we were saying before um so what what I was telling her is like enjoy the now for what it is like cherish every moment if you knew that the ending was going to be good then you'd enjoy this process so much more like you'd enjoy these couple of weeks at home with your family and then oh remember when I was finding a place in London I was going down for classes and I went and like you'd enjoy each step a little bit more because you weren't worried about the outcome Mm. and 
when I've just gone on the notes, I was obviously thinking this back in. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, it was back months in ago, the 4th then. of July, ages ago as well, because we literally wrote these ages ago. But I put, if you knew the ending, you'd enjoy the journey a lot more. Whether that ending was success or failure, love or heartbreak, you'd enjoy the moments of happiness more and learn to make light of the hard moments too, as they don't last forever. At the end of it all, you'd realise that the fun was all in the journey and the destination isn't ever set. The goalpost moves as do you and the real accomplishments lie in the day-to-day habits you create as you grow and grow to a better you every day. I'm sorry. <laughs> these are unreal. Where did you write these? Like, genuinely, I can't even remember. Today writing. you were like, oh, let's do some life lessons and then like, oh yeah, I think we've got a note on that, literally. A novel? A novel? Wow, that is so profound there. But it is true. (laughs) If you know that the outcome, if you actually know that the outcome is going to be good and you're going to grow from it and you're going to learn from it, you you wouldn't rush to have everything figured out. And the goalpost isn't ever set. Like we were saying before with the vision boards, like what you want now might not be true. Like you could put all of your work into trying to get this promotion at work and then you get there and you don't want it and you've just wasted the last six months like saying no to everything else and blocking out everything else because you only want that and then you feel rubbish that you don't want it anymore like the fun is always in like how you go on like the journey what you learn like the different people that you meet the different paths that it takes you down that is where the good lies always yeah fully and like I've definitely gave this book recommendation before but like you're not lost is like literally just the perfect book for if you if you're struggling to like know where you're going you're fearful of the outcome and like I think a lot of us always want to get to the outcome because we believe that that's where the happiness is but it's the journey there like it's the growth like it's us two sitting in our gorgeous little living room doing podcasts and then like deciding oh like we'll just leave our job and try something new and like it's just the actual steps that are the best parts. And if you can appreciate that, like what it says is fear of starting when we don't actually know how or where to begin is natural. And it comes with a waterfall of feelings because taking on something new, something that we're not, we're not sure we're suited for or capable of is scary. And it freaks us out for one simple reason. We don't know yet if we're good at it, because if we did, we'd be probably doing it already. And it's entirely possible that if we once tried it and it didn't go so well, we wouldn't do it again. So shutting off possibilities and options because of your preconceived notions about your ability is a light rail journey to mediocrity and never figuring it out. So like the fear of like thinking, oh, maybe I can't do that or like, oh, like maybe I'm, I'm not cut out for this, like will make you lead a mediocre life if you don't just fucking go for it. And like, it's not about the outcome because maybe the outcome maybe you won't be as successful as you think you are but if you take that pressure off yourself and just be like right I'm going to take the first step forward I'm going to book the train I'm going to move cities I'm going to break up with him I'm going to start a new chapter I'm going to book the flight do you know what I mean like the first step will lead you down a new life it's so exciting that you can literally just change things yeah like I could book a flight now we could book flights to Barcelona, mm. move there for the summer. Mm. We're really thinking about our summer plans. Yeah, we don't know what to do. We want to go to London for a bit, but then do we go on holiday for a bit? 
It's a hard one. Mm. It's a very I do definitely think I do. In. I know. I do definitely think I need a, a holiday there. Yeah. Just sitting on the beach, sitting in pina colada or whatever mm. you want, a white wine. If that's fine. Just give me a number. Remember that song? <laughs> that song was always stuck in my head. Like I'd sing it. Like what, my dad. It my dad has this one song. Do you know we all live in the yellow submarine? Like oh, yeah. he sings it like every day, and he doesn't realise it. Really? Really like subconsciously. Oh, I was saying the other day it was so funny at work. Like I work on a proper sales floor. Like all like these proper Manchester boys, and this guy was just singing, um, like his pitch, but he was singing it to the hymn "Come by All, My Lord," and he didn't even know that he was doing it. He was like, "Take my call, my lord, come by all," and I was literally like, "Do you even know that he's singing?" That? <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Wow. Ever. But yeah, it's weird how you get songs yeah. in your head. I remember going on a walk with like my dad last year in the Lake District and I just turned around to him and I was like, what song are you singing in your head right now? He was like, Mamma Mia, Dancing Queen. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Do you remember, me and Jen had an argument and like, um, songs oh, is so is bad. It's actually really mean, but like, we were... <laughs> We'd had an argument and like as we were walking along, like it must have just been in my head because I thought, oh shut up. I was like, shut up, just shut up, shut up. And you're like, thanks. And I said another one. I was like, would you shut I was like, you're horrible. Like, why are you singing this now? Like I know what you're doing. God, like it was someone guys we spent like every second together, like we were like sticks, yeah. Actually. No, but I mean we were like sharing the same bed yeah like, there's not a chance any boy was coming in but absolutely not i know yeah <laughs> i was like i'm get sorry away. but jen sleeps here absolutely not get out like, you, you go in mean, then yeah you go in jen's certainly not sleeping on the sofa it's just not meant to be but like literally like We'd go to the gym together, same friendship boots together, same work together, sat next to each other, same, like, literally every living day. It even makes or breaks you, you know what I mean, Jenny Lane? I know. I was saying that to someone yesterday, like, I think just sometimes it's the make or break, and we made it. We made it, baby. But we know loads of people who went travelling and really split up. Yeah, fully loads. It's like, it's a test, isn't it? Or, like one of the friends will just go off and like have a totally different group of friends they're still in the same city but like live with different people like barely see them i just think that's so mad, mad. even like at the end of australia like my mum had set me up an interview so that i could get a sponsorship oh, yeah. and stay there and i was genuinely like i can't like let jen go home like my mum had paid for my cv to be written like she got this interview booked in and i literally i felt so bad but i turned around and was like i'm sorry i actually just can't can't go so didn't go True so i could not have yeah i literally could not have like waved you goodbye at the airport like, i actually couldn't i know <laughs> <laughs> i know so i just didn't you go just there now i know well that's what i mean but if i would have done that then i wouldn't have met Callum. I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just swings and miles. That's no regret. It is so much. But, um, yeah, so that lesson, you're not lost. But I think we're going to cut this one short now because it is yeah. an hour. Um, but we're going to do a series. If you yeah. enjoyed this and you like the lessons. Who knew we were, like, so, so profound? I know. <laughs> right. But, anyway, thank you so, so much for listening. Also, if you keep hearing this chair squeak, I just want to disclaimer <laughs> that it's not me. <laughs> 
absolutely is. I just um, did it a few times and I was like, oh, I need to say that. Um, but we're going to um, link all the books that we have recommended down below so that you can buy them on Amazon. And um, yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. If you obviously love our podcast, um, please recommend it to a friend or just anyone who you think would enjoy the lessons. But we'll see you next week on Miracle Mindset. Bye. Bye.